Well, we were debating on what fucking time of year it was. Well, I know what time of year it was, but you you thought it was last year, but you seem to forget an entire pandemic happened. Yeah, that kind of throws you off. It was 2019, but we were banking episodes for this show. Yeah, so one of the very first ones you've listened to, we talk about Tyler's incident with a, a deer. Yeah, it happened, and then we recorded a podcast shortly thereafter. But that's because we were banking episodes so we could release in January 2020, and then as soon as we did that, the world went to shit. Yeah, kind of kind of fun timing for our top for our kind of podcast for a podcast that you've been planning for years. I know we uh, like I did like a dry run in 2017. I recorded like three episodes. They never went everywhere. And it was called We're Doomed back then. It was too. called We're Doomed. Yeah, I and me and you. We used to do the Whale Pranks podcast, but we also tried to do one called The Bowels of the Unknown. Oh, right. The Bowels of the Unknown was kind of this, but it was going to be more spacey, I think. You can go back and listen to that, and you will find no difference from what we do today. We're probably talking about the same thing. Yeah, it's the same shit. Same thing. The Bowels of the Unknown. It just happens to be like 10 years old. But no, I hit that deer two years ago, so I've had the current car of mine for two years. Um, But last night... Two deer ran out in front of me. Came close again. You can't hit more of those deer, man. They were they were a few hundred yards in front of me, but I saw them. Not a few hundred yards, hundred yards. Yeah. Um, gravel road. I take the back roads. It's just probability with me, right? Yeah. I take back roads, and I drive a lot to comedy shows around Ontario, and I only take back roads. I don't take the highways. Well, you bring beer with you, and <laughs> for what? No, it's just in great. The classic back road move, right? No, I haven't done that in a long time, Brandon. Um, but, but yeah, you, you definitely come across It's probability. Beer. I'm Yeah, I'm on back roads more, and I drive almost every night of the week on these gravel roads but i take my time so if you see a deer you can slam on the brakes that one i hit it was moving it was going so fast that i didn't see it coming i was blaring acdc <laughs> very fitting yeah it was pretty funny i don't even Do you remember what song it was i didn't start liking acdc till i was in my 30s like i hated <laughs> acdc growing up and then the last three years i've gotten i under i respect and understand acdc yeah, just li- listening Scott. to Thunderstruck as you struck a deer. It might have been Thunderstruck, too. Nah, I think it was Hell's Bells. <laughs> or it's, Highway to Hell, maybe. I always think that, because I'm always listening to music. If I ever get in like, a crazy car accident, like the song I'm listening to, is that going to affect me? Like, like what if I'm like, like thrown from the car through the windshield? <laughs> I'm just like laying there, and it's just like... Some David Bowie song playing. Yeah. <laughs> like Spice Girls. <laughs> that would be the worst, too. Also, if you're in like a horrible accident and people come running up to the car, you want something cool playing, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah, well, you don't want Spice Girls playing. Yeah, you don't want Spice yeah, Girls, rather, for sure. Rather ACDC playing. Just like a Kenny G, just like clarinet well, solo. It depends what you, sometimes <laughs> I listen to clarinet solos while I'm driving. I always find that one radio station. Doesn't that it just give you anxiety? Doesn't it feel like you're just waiting flute? for something? I can't handle like those elevator flutes. It just feels like you're waiting because it just reminds you of hold music and elevator. You got to crank it loud. <laughs> They don't, they don't have it loud enough in the elevators. You can't hear the proper nuances in, in Kenny's <laughs> clarinet solo. Yeah. No, I don't like... Yeah. Some of that music I don't like. But I mean, like, just, like, instrumental. Like, kind of background to, like, a 
old 50s movie, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I like driving to that late at night. That feels right. Some old Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah, but just the instrumental stuff. Frank's cool, though, if he's serenading you only driving. But yeah, ACDC, blasting, you hit a deer. It's, it's perfect. But it's, it's that time of year, man. It's that time of year. Harvest is coming. The deer are on the run. The rodents are out. I'm seeing falcons and hawks on the telephone wires everywhere on my back roads. Everyone getting that last meal in before the big winter hits. That's what they're calling for this year. I know me and you bet on a Coke last week. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah that's what I sent you. I remember I was going to think what article I sent you. I sent you the article saying it's going to snow sooner than you think. Brandon. You know what? I feel like it was a combination and we were both right. Because I said it was just going to be an extended summer. They're still calling for that. But basically there's like no fall. It's just going to be a hot fall. And then winter's just going to come real quick. And just dump a bunch of snow on us. Well, I, forget, effect I, snow. I forget the date we said, but we'll see. We'll see. It might have a snowy... It's either going to be a hot Halloween or a snowy Halloween. Nothing in between. We're just giving the weather now. We might That's where well. this podcast has gotten <laughs> us now. I'm an amateur uh, meteorologist. It's going to rain this week. I know. No, Big I know rains. That. I stopped dead in my tracks in my garage because I heard on the radio that there was a rain warning. I'm like, I've never heard of a rain warning before. I just wonder there's a lot of rain. Is there going to be a flood? Yeah, but they they call like severe storm warnings or tornado warnings, but a rain warning? It's just a lot of water dropping from the sky real quick. I do have a hole in my shoe. Now that that the radio told me that. You're going to be stomping around London, Ontario. It's all like under construction where you're walking to. (laughs) It's just going to be mud. It's going to feel like old London. I'll get out of here before it rains. Uh, yeah, it's not coming till tonight. Just be careful driving home. You know how the, the weather gets. Yeah, I know how to handle a car on water, though. <laughs> Hydroplane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, you voted this week, Ads? Uh, <laughs> we had a, a sneak-up election, I call it. I just... I. It's kind of a pop-up election, wasn't it? I know. It? I just driving around. I'm like, why are there all these election signs? Like, what's going on? And then, yeah, apparently there's an ele- they called an election. Uh, I guess and, they do uh, that. We went to the booth. Do you know I was literally up to the point at the booth behind the little bar when I realized I didn't know who I was voting for? <laughs> because I was just humming and hawing. I'm like thinking about what I'm going to eat after. But then once I got there, I'm like, who am I going to vote for? Okay, you. And then just like left. Because like, this is such a throwaway election. It's like, why? Well, you should still vote for who you want to win. But it's uh, it, it's the introduction of what that PPC party that's uh, that kind of snuck up on everyone. Uh, yeah, like the super conservatives. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone would know what would happen. Like uh, you know, all these Trump lovers in Canada are just like we should do our own thing here. <laughs> it's like it's weird that we just love this guy from New York. Are they like those fuckers we were talking about a couple weeks ago? QAnon. Um, I'm sure there's some QAnon people. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of whack, wacky people. You know, driving around your country, there was a lot of PPC signs. I saw a couple, um, not in the actual town that I live in. Well, no, in but just outside. Uh, just outside the town. Not too far. In the sketchier towns to the left and right. Yeah. Um, like, to be honest, I don't really know what's going on with that party. The biggest thing that they don't want is the vaccine passport. Yeah. They're just like... Hey, we're just normal Canadians, and we don't want these things imposed on us. What are you trying to tell me what to do? But also, like, you know, being 
propagated by like white supremacist groups and you know it seems like it's dirty rednecks and then also i'm just generalizing here yeah i'm being very general i know it's a little bit everybody in every party hopefully but the shit disturbers disturbs. so do you know what you get you get kind of like these attractive middle-aged women that are into it too you're like yeah oh whoa it's like a surprise you know i feel like yeah it's a collection of just like these trump loving douchebags mixed with like people that are really into mlm schemes yeah don't take my freedoms new agey stuff (laughs) and uh, you know they're already against not giving their kids vaxes right so now they're just saying no to this vax for various reasons right they can't really pick one solid. My favorite is that they're just going to depopulate the world. Like these vaccines, whoever gets them are slowly just going to die within five years. You got to trust science a little bit. Yeah. I understand. Believe in what you believe in. We say that on this podcast a yeah, lot. But if that's the case and like, yeah, everyone who took a vaccine dies, who's left? Bunch of fucking assholes. Like you don't want to live in a world with <laughs> just all the anti-vaxxers. I just found it weird that it was like there's a few hot chicks out there that have crazy dumb politics. <laughs> like it's all walks of life now. You know, you used to be able to spot them out of a crowd. The, the crazy person. No, no, you can't. Now the whole crowd's crazy. And the crazy people are the normal ones. Exactly. You know, these people. They, I'm they're crazy. more dangerous. They have more influence. Yeah, because yeah, the they're sitting on their computers all day getting all this dumb information. <laughs> uh, it didn't matter. It was a stupid election. The fucking same asshole is still there. Uh, it is kind of a feedback loop, right? Like, whatever message these people are getting from Facebook, they're regurgitating it out into the world. And it's just like this forever pattern and eventually make its way back to them. Yeah, You're not supposed to talk about who you voted for, right? Yeah, I don't really care. I don't even remember. I age warm after. I hope you. I hope you picked the right one and didn't just. Not that there's a right or wrong answer, but like no. one guy's saying he's going to give us free dental care and stop being racist and tax the rich. I like everything he's saying. <laughs> I'm sure there's some shit he's saying that I don't like. I just haven't heard it. Yeah, you but know. I won't say who I voted for. You know, we're all doomed anyways, and it doesn't matter because, uh, and it's these people that is the reason why we are doomed for the most part. People. In, many, in many reasons. People are the reason. Humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just these powerful governments taken over by capitalists. Yeah, all politics is stupid and governments are stupid. Everyone, But you can't say everyone should just be every man for himself because then people are going to take their assault rifles to school. <laughs> they already do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we got to stop it. And then you have one guy saying, no, nah, we need those rifles. Yeah, well. It's all dumb. Well, let's get into some weird doom news before we jump into. We are well, all of this is weird doom news. Yeah, it's like what's the news? We're doomed. Get it, get it, get it in yet? Yeah, I don't know. Human, oh. Humans are fucked. Yeah, I know. So this story says uh, there isn't any fighting here anymore. Taliban commander says some fighters are worried they'll miss their chance at martyrdom. Not now that they're in control. Taliban's been fucking up lately. I know. They've been fighting for like 20 plus years, nonstop, and now they, they won, and they took over, and now they don't know what to do. <laughs> now they're fucking bored. They, they already rode all the amusement park rides and then burnt them to the ground. Did you see the pictures of them riding all the, the swans out on this national park lake? No, I didn't. Yeah. Like... In those cute those paddle, swat, paddle, paddle swans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they literally don't know what to do with themselves. They're like, there's no one left to fight. 
Let's go on the roller coaster. That was fun. All right, let's burn the roller coaster. <laughs> they're just like, let's The just- Taliban is just like a gang, gang of thugs, right? Yeah, some horrible, fucking evil, terrible thugs. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're super villains. Yeah, they're super villains. And, you know, this might be their undoing is not having anyone to fight anymore. Yeah. Because they all dream, every single one of them dreams of Marty. Yeah, am I saying it right? Marty? They want to be a martyr. That's the best yeah, way to say it. Yeah, I get it. So they want to die in battle so they can live in heaven with their, their several versions right. or their, whatever. Their they, God will like them more if they died in battle. Exactly. And now they're just like walking around the streets just like no no one wants to cause shit with them, right? Like they're the big guys in town. Everyone just has to like fuck. The big guys in town. <laughs> like the poor women. They have to wear like head, head to toe dress again. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's brutal what's happening there. Killing all the pets. It just seems so far behind. Like it seems like something out of a storybook. Yeah, so stupid. I feel like it, these Taliban's might get distracted enough to just move on and just or just go fight something else, right? Just leave Afghanistan. Well, hopefully they could go to like a island in the middle of the ocean and just have Taliban Island. Yeah. Like, just get into shit. Start a sports team. (laughs) (laughs) MMA fighters and stuff. I don't know. Do what they start some... And they they hate music. Start fighting each other? Oh, they don't like music? Yeah, but I always They're not listening to clarinets and pan flutes? (laughs) No. There's, like, no music. That's the strike. You're bored now. What are you going to do? No ACDC for them? The only music they like is gunfire in the air. What if the Taliban was really into ACDC? I wouldn't be surprised. Just charging into battle. How would ACDC feel about that? Yeah, no. How would any band? That's what. That's what I was gonna get to. Well, how we don't it? get any royalties. These Taliban reach. They're just buying up all yeah. the ACDC Are records. Send us some of your poppies. Right. Is that your ACDC impression? Yeah, it's not very Australian, is it? No. Well, like most of them are Australian, and then one Scottish. And I did none of those. But I, you always wonder, though, like, what if the Taliban started some incredible, like, metal band? Their own metal they're band. They're just, like, so heavy and so catchy. It's like, would you be allowed to like them? Like, knowing it's the Taliban. But, like, you listen, it's like, this is the best fucking breakdown I've ever heard a metal song or something. Like, You'd be conflicted, right? It would be it would be a whole art versus artist exactly um, scenario. And there's a lot of cases of that when you learn more and more about your favorite rock stars. Yeah, especially com- the older they are. Our comedians. Oh God, Cosby. Yeah. yeah, it's best just you know if you really love a musician, just keep them a mystery. You yeah. don't want to know that Jimmy Page liked to sleep with 14-year-olds yeah, do black magic with them. It's uncomfortable to bring up. Yeah. Fucking Jimmy Page, man. Fucking I wish you didn't read that. I wish you didn't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, don't, leave, don't even read the Led Zeppelin biography. I don't want to. If you have faith in any of those guys. Uh, I, fucking, I love Cosby. <laughs> yeah, he can't. Was... He can't anymore. He can, but he can't. Do you have his records still? I have the records still, but I moved them just in <laughs> deeper into the pile, so they're not on the end of the cabinet. Because you know, Bill is right B. Yeah. I have my comedy records separate from my other records, so Bill is right on the edge. Everyone walks in my room, and first thing they see is a Bill Cosby record. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You're not bringing yeah. a, you're not bringing a date home. Yeah, I don't feel safe in that room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Move, move it inward, you know. This is my hero. Would you like a drink? <laughs> I just pulled out the Ronnie Dangerfield records. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't get any respect. All right, let's uh, let's jump into our next story here. It's COVID lockdown over in New Zealand. They're pretty serious. When they, one person has COVID in New Zealand, they just shut the whole thing down, and they've been doing pretty good. But you yeah. know. Like everywhere else, people fucking hate the lockdowns, and they've been uh, restricting people's restaurant access, including takeaway food. So people can't can't even get like takeaway in certain parts. Oh, they probably just want to fucking get rid of it as quick as they can. So one guy's been traveling across the country and buying up a shitload of KFC and driving it back. How to- many how many KFCs can there be in New Zealand anyway? Well, it said seventy five miles. He drove from Hamilton to Auckland. So that's through mountains and shit too. Like this is those are probably the only two KFCs in New Zealand. Yeah, and he's how many KFC? Yeah, you'd be surprised. It's they have modern cities, Tyler. I know they have modern cities. I don't think it's like the other side of the world. I'm just saying, Tyler. One of the best views of the uh, pyramids in Egypt is from a KFC. I think I've seen that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's on the second. Is it a combination KFC Taco Bell? It better be. Well, if you like that. I just hate how corporations have taken over the entire world. But guess what? People want their chicken. This guy's smuggling his <laughs> like buckets and buckets of chicken and ended up getting caught. They also seized about a, like a hundred thousand New Zealand dollars. So he's rolling in the cash, smuggling in. He's selling. KFC. He's selling KFC to other people. He's yeah, got. In I got four buckets in the back. Yeah, where they're totally locked down Hamilton because it's like I don't know. I think it's a touristy place. So that's probably why they have COVID. That's probably why they have they're KFC. Like, no KFC there, which is seems silly to me. Like takeout seems to work everywhere else in the world, but right now this guy. How, is he keeping it warm? Like, is it cold chicken? He's got to probably... He probably jacked some of those, uh, you know, delivery yeah, hot bags. Those, the uh, microwave bags. Seat warmers. Yeah, hot bags. Get seat warmers hot, going. If you got a couple hot bags, you'll be fine with a couple buckets of chicken. But if it came to this, Tyler, and you had to, like, get some underground fast food and, like, risk going to jail, both of you? Like, what would you do it for? You have to, you're bringing up fast food. <laughs> I know you like the fast I've, food. I, and, and is it a hard decision? It's lately, I've been, you know, on the road a lot, driving around. Um, lots of fast food. And now you're asking me what I would smuggle. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, like, I'm it's a, a hard choice. It's, eh? it's hard, because I, I bounce around. Like, I rotate. A&W to Wendy's to McDonald's. Those are the three main ones. Like what? If you're going to Burger King, you're a second tier person. (laughs) It means you don't have many other choices. Yeah. If you go to McDonald's, I think I go with McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's McDonald's is a classic. It's classic. And their food, you can just you can leave a burger on that table for a week and go back and eat it. Oh yeah, dude, we did an experiment in high school where we uh, this was an experiment in two ways. Where we took a burger and we put it in the light fixture of the <laughs> McDonald's and we checked it and it stayed there for an entire year or more. <laughs> like we, every time we would go to that McDonald's, we'd walk over to the light fixture and look up and it would still be there. That shows how often they clean that McDonald's. <laughs> Never. Yeah. 
There's no need. Nothing goes bad. They probably didn't find that burger until, like, the light bulb burnt out. And they're like, we got to change that light bulb. Yeah. And the burger stayed perfectly normal. I know. Somebody was going to give me, like, 300 bucks to eat it, like, a year (laughs) in. I considered it. <laughs> well, they've we, done they've done studies where yeah, they'll just watch this burger sit there and do a time lapse for like months, and it doesn't change at all. It doesn't change. And in like even like out in Nova Scotia, right? There's like only a handful of McDonald's out in Cape Breton Island, three hour drive from where my cousin lives. I so love that they sell lobster at those locations, though. They do. All of the Maritimes sell lobster. <laughs> I don't know how how good a lobster it is, but. Sure, it's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but whoever ends up going to town for the McDonald's ends up buying like 20 cheeseburgers and just bringing them back for everyone. Yeah. And people just have them in their fridge for like a week. Just uh, And they're not bad. I've done it. I've kept one for a few days and warmed it up and ate it. Yeah. yeah I think that, that would be my, my smuggling. Like, you all, we'll meet in a, in a sewer tunnel. Classic McDonald's <laughs> cheeseburgers. Yeah. Let's go for that. Yeah, that's the smuggling one. All right, this is, this is a story that's going to jump off a story we talked about recently. Remember the robot that was snitching on people in Singapore? Oh, yeah, that snitch. Well, I guess this technology is, is also used by Amazon. Oh, they, Amazon's a bunch of snitches, too. Yeah. They're so, watching us. So their AI-powered cameras are constantly keeping an eye on their employees, their, their drivers. Right. And apparently, drivers are being penalized now because they're looking at their side mirrors and even when other cars cut them off, they're basically blaming them. And it's not a human making this decision to, uh, you know, you know, take points at off them or whatever system they have. It's a camera AI system judging them on their actions, which is crazy. Because like then, like I'm sure a human fires them, but it's like, <laughs> does a human review it or does the robot just say, yeah, "I'm giving you a ticket." Uh, I'm pretty sure, like at certain points, they must have to review it. So Amazon drivers say they're being punished from for some driving habits that are considered safe, and others that are beyond their control. So the drivers told Motherboard that the AI-powered cameras in Amazon's delivery vans unfairly penalize them for things such as looking at side mirrors, adjusting the radio, and even cutting off, getting cut off in traffic. So it's someone else's fault. Ah, uh, yeah, and you know. I get it. Amazon's a big company. You can't always be looking at them. You gotta put some robots in charge. Well, did their sound dr- like assholes? Did their drone project ever work? Or they're delivering shit with drones? Amazon, right? I feel like in some places they might they're be flying boxes around in the like air. San Francisco, like Silicon Valley kind of place. Uh, you know, people are expecting drones, right? So I don't think you can do that here. <laughs> people are still be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, throw a stick at it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And, like, I've seen, like, the, or video, at least, of, like, those robots that just go down the street selling fucking ice cream and shit. <laughs> Are those here? No, uh, no, robots? I think they're down in, like, Silicon Valley and shit, too. God damn it. I'm sure they have them in Japan as well. We're so far behind. I mean, ah! just, so we still have strange men in large vehicles with creepy songs selling us ice cream. Yeah, you rarely see them anymore either. And those are always a front for drugs. Yeah. Uh, I, somebody told me that one time that they knew someone who ran one of those and they're all just selling drugs. It's the only reason to have, it's the only way having an ice cream truck is lucrative is if you're <laughs> using it to laundry drug money. Well, now we know. Want to start an ice cream business? Nah, I don't, I don't have an 
enough drugs. We got to get a good drug hookup, get a good ice cream hookup, and then we're good. Maybe they both come with, like, if you buy the truck, they just give you, like, a couple pounds of weed. Yeah. So weed's know. not even a drug anymore. Yeah, you got to sell other drugs. Heroin. Yeah. <laughs> The only drug I like isn't a drug anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. C- coffee. Plant medicine. Coffee and ice cream and pot. All right. We'll sell an ice cream. We'll call it the big one, Tyler. Do you know what else they call the big one? Um, that movie with Tom Hanks. What's that about? He's like a, he's a big kid. Oh, that's just called big. Yeah. <laughs> No, what I'm talking about is, is the one in 200 year super earthquake that's going to destroy the West Coast. That's called the big one. Also a good name for an ice cream place. But that's our main topic tonight. Uh, why is it a good name for an ice cream place? The big one. You always want a big scoop, right? No, it Give falls me the on big the ground. <laughs> Give me the big one. I don't think so. But you're talking about earthquakes? A but, massive earthquake. Just one massive one. There's a, few, there's a few scenarios we'll talk about here, but this is the big one. This is the one the West Coast... Is it coming or has it already happened? It's a coming. It's, it's happened. coming. It's coming and it's happening and it's going to happen again. It's one of those things. Like the San Andreas? San Andreas is the most well-known fault line because it also is cuts through the mainland. So cuts through some valleys and mountains. In fact, there's a nuclear facility basically sitting right on top of it. It's terrible, terrible. Um... This one has the ability to launch at least an eight, uh, uh, what are you, eight on the Richter scale, <laughs> on the earthquake scale. Explain exactly what an earthquake is to me. I know what an earthquake is, but your mind just goes to the cartoon yeah. of the fucking ground splitting in half and then like a big hole. Well, that can happen because it's mostly, it's uh, tectonic plates and under the ground, things shifting, moving, you know, sometimes they're moving. Very, very... Most of the time, they're moving very slow. There's no way of actually reading it. Right. The Earth is one big rock that's sliding around yeah. on water. On top... Yeah, it's rock on rock sliding around on top of water, on top of magma. You know, it's... There's a lot of lubricants for this Earth to be sliding around. So in certain cases... There's enough, layers. There's enough pressure buildup that eventually just drops and it creates this giant ripple which creates an earthquake yeah and uh, we're all fucking dumb humans that think we can just build little structures on top of this giant moving rock yeah and they're gonna break yeah have you ever experienced an earthquake i have um not like not any of the stupid ones we got in ontario you spent some time in california though yeah i never got one in california i was actually in cuba and it was a i think it was a four it was like a 4 to a 4.5. In Cuba. That's an island. It is. And they don't have that many earthquakes. I think they said they haven't had one that size since the 70s, which is interesting. I was very day drunk, as you do at an all-inclusive resort. And I was in my bed taking an afternoon nap or a pass out. And I feel like I'm getting the spins. And I'm, sit- I'm like kind of dozing off, but I'm right at the edge of my bed. And I feel like I just kind of get knocked right out of bed onto the floor. I mostly think I fell off out of bed. But, like, something didn't feel right. And I walked to the balcony. And everyone around the pool is, like, looking around weird. Like, they all felt it. So I'm like, oh, it wasn't just me getting the drunken spins. <laughs> something actually happened. Right. Earthquake shook me right out of bed. It was nuts. And there was, like, cracks in the lobby and the walls and stuff. 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, that, so that's real, I guess. You weren't just drunk. Nope. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I thought I was drunk. Wasn't there a time when we lived in Toronto that there was people thought there was an earthquake, and I was like, oh, maybe I felt it, but it, it was like yeah, the smallest little little tremor. If you're in a high-rise building, you might notice a little sway. Yeah. You know, you might notice the pens moving around and your your the cup on your on your desk. Because <laughs> where we're located, there's not lots of earthquakes. No. But, but the ones you're talking about is... The West Coast. The West Coast of... considered the uh, Ring of Fire. It's this giant ring that completely surrounds the Pacific Ocean. One chunk of it runs I along. fell into a burning ring of fire. Okay, go. <laughs> yeah. One side is just basically stretches all the way from parts of Alaska, you know, British Columbia, Vancouver Island, all the way down to Southern California. And this, so this Which is San is Andreas, that's and then, huge. yeah, but then there's the one 700 miles out into the ocean that's called the Cascadia uh, fault line, and that's the one to really be afraid of because it's in the ocean. It's in the ocean. It's much larger. It's this entire chain of volcanoes, essentially. So it's this huge buildup. It's called. Uh, what do we got here? We got. Got some facts here. Got to look at here. I fell uh, into a burning ring of fire. All right, no need to look at the silly names here. But uh, basically, like I said before, it's building up pressure. These plates are slowly moving, and as they do so, at certain pressure points, it'll just drop, and it will create a giant earthquake. But in this case, it's going to be way out in the ocean. Does that create a tidal wave? It will create a tsunami. Oh. Tidal waves are created by the tide. Tsunamis are created by events like this. There's different things that can cause yeah. tsunamis, but this tsunamis being one are of bigger. The bigger ones. They're huge. They're bigger than a tidal yeah. wave. You're, you're talking a lot more catastrophic than yeah. my brain is. I'm just picturing some dude surfing out there, like yeah. whoa, dude. And this has happened before. Like there could be records within indigenous cultures of you know massive waves, things like that happening on the west coast because this happens you know they're thinking in and around 250 years or so in that range and we have reached a point where we're past that from the last one so we're like way overdue for one so of these. we're overdue it we're could super happen overdue. Yeah. <laughs> we're overdue way overdue and way overdue they kind of drop can off can it happen little... any day they gotta be, have people testing it there's gotta we be could. at least someone got a heart monitor on it reading it it is at the bottom of the ocean. It's not an easy thing to test. Like, Send James Cameron down in his little fucking aquarium <laughs> or a scuba tank. He's busy making the new fucking bloopers. Av- Avatar? Avatar. <laughs> well, he likes submarines. Yeah. No, there's not much we can do. We can do our best to predict it. When it does happen, it's going to unleash a tsunami going both directions. It's not only going to affect the West Coast, it's going to hit Japan as well. Uh-huh. But majority... Of this huge 700-mile wall, it's going to smash into the West Coast. And there's, like, there's so many coastal cities that are just, like, right on the water. Yeah, yeah, just, and the whole West Coast. They're going to be wiped out. Like, they, they predict this, it could be up to a 100-foot-tall wave, depending on, like, how big this crash is, right? Yeah, you're not surfing that. Plates. No, no. And how far inland that will go in some cases, because some of these areas are very low. There's a lot of mountainous areas, but there's a lot of river valleys. Yeah, and that's, where the, and that's, where, the, and that's where the cities are, yeah. Like Seattle. So and it'll be unbelievable de- devastation, I think. Like anywhere between fifteen to like 25,000 people killed, you know, 
hundreds of thousand people injured, millions displaced. If people don't get inland, yeah. Yeah, 15 minutes. That's how much time we have. From the time it happens. From this earthquake, when it creates that first wave, to when it hits the coast, you have 15 minutes. Well, yeah, but if you, what if you kind of, you're not going to get any rumblings a day or two before? No. No heads up? No. This is how it's, it's traveling set, like, it's, I don't know how long it is. What if you had a boat? A boat? Uh... It depends. It may be. Because, uh, yeah, as it gets closer to the shore, that's when it starts to curl. So as it's traveling over the it's ocean, still gonna it's, capsize it's your just boat. like a giant hill, essentially, what yeah. it looks like over the ocean. But, yeah, as it hits shallow water, it just curls in and just complete devastation. And yeah. it's, it's scary. Okay, and it can happen anytime. You have no We're time. way overdue. Well, how, how quickly can you even get an alarm out there from when they know it's going to happen? We're way overdue. I'm surprised there isn't a movie about that. Is there a movie about that? No, but there should be. They made one about that tsunami that hit in like 2008. Was that when that hit? In, uh, like Haiti? It, no, no, like Indonesia. Oh. Cause, and then Japan hit. What year was that? That was 2000. Nine, two thousand eleven. I want to say. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We've seen little tsunamis. That was a big one. That was a nine on a Richter scale for earthquakes, and that's pretty much as big as they can get. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we've seen big ones. <laughs> yeah. But you're saying this is the big one. This is the big one. This is just going to reach so much of a bigger area. It's going to be the largest like disaster North America's ever seen, at least in modern modern times. Right. Yeah, it's uh, and people don't even know about the East Coast big one either. <laughs> There's gonna be one on the East Coast. Everyone's like on the East Coast. I was like, well, we're safe on our side. We don't have any big scary so, waves so coming towards us. The the Ring of Fire and the big one that you're talking about, that's all out in the Pacific Ocean. Pacific Ocean, yes. Um, but now you're talking about the Atlantic Ocean, the second biggest ocean. Yeah. And you're saying that they can happen there too. Yeah. It's, uh, let me bring it up here. Get the name of the island. There's an island off of Africa. It's part of a chain of islands. And they're mostly, they're all volcanic. A lot of volcanoes going on. Uh, But there's one in specific. It's called La Palma. And uh, they've talked about this before. And they think it might have happened in the past. It's just, same thing. Plate tectonics. Things are building up. These are some of the youngest islands in the world. They're like... Hundreds of millions of years old, which is... They're babies compared to everything else. Plate tectonics. So they're still quite active under the plate. So there's one section that they're worrying if a large eruption does happen, and they're due for a large eruption, that an entire side of this volcano is just going to drop off and slide into the ocean, which would create a giant tsunami that would stretch all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, hitting the eastern coast of North America. Oh. And, and some places worse than others, but some places are going to get hit just as bad as if the West Coast. And there's no way to stop it. It's water. No. No, there's no way. And I just pull a Trump. Just like, oh, nuke it. Just drop a nuke. <laughs> no, that's going to make it bigger. <laughs> but yeah. yeah have, water needs somewhere to go, so it's just going to push its way yeah. into everything and destroy it. Now, I remember hearing about this La Palma eruption theory years ago. And how this might have been the, uh, the 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 end of Atlantis? Oh yeah. Because yeah. if some of the areas they predict Atlantis was was kind of in the Atlantic Ocean off of Africa, yeah. When the oceans were much much lower, and you you actually had mountain like there's huge islands like out there in between like Africa and the Americas, right? It's just 
There's a few like little islands now, but there used to be much, much more. Right. So if they if they predicted Atlantis was there, some kind of horrible tsunami right. volcano might have wiped that out. You're saying this has happened before and probably filled up a bunch of coastal cities and islands that existed um, you know, thousands of years ago. Yeah, that's one of so many volcanoes around the world that can also do the same thing, same kind of devastation. Yeah, eventually everything, this is just my theory, eventually that everything that is land will one day be underwater. I think that is the evolution of our, our planet, right? Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Costner. I was talking about water world again. <laughs> <laughs> we better watch this damn movie soon. And he's got gills. He's got gills. Uh, do you hope for gills? Yeah. You gills? You're not a very strong swimmer. I'm not. I would like gills would help me, I think. You'd get more ahead. You'd feel more confident swimming. At least you can sink and be fine. Uh, but anyways, this island uh, is in the news just a few days ago because their seismic readings are going off the charts right now, and they're expecting some sort of some sort of eruption to happen. Uh, they they've gotten over four hundred tremors, uh, full small earthquakes and stuff. But Kevin they think, Bacon tremors. Yeah, but they don't think this is normal. They think it has to do with new magma rising to the surface, which is could be an eruption. And if this is the East Coast big one, then you know then it's, the West Coast a, one's probably not far off. Like they might happen. Within a few years of each who other. Knows? Who knows? Because no one really knows why volcanoes go off when they do. You know, they they can only go. The science can only go so far. Our world's just expanding. So like this magma and lava's got to shoot out into the air, and the water's got to move around, and islands need to yeah. sink. You know, yeah. we're not supposed to be here, man. It's just gonna <laughs> do what it wants. Yeah, we're just we live on a rock, man. Yeah, we're just a little bacteria on the surface. Yeah, it's moving. It's grooving. <laughs> it's Earth just popping its pimple. That's all it is. Earth is popping a pimple, and it's, it's fucking scary, man. washing like, its face. When I went to New Zealand, I didn't realize how many dangerous volcanoes were around me at all times. Like, they have so many volcanoes there that are just, like, ready to go and can totally wipe them out. Yeah. And it's like, it's fine. We just leave next to it. <laughs> Like we went to the one in museum and it had like uh, had this you sit in this fake living room and it was like a demonstration of what the volcano going off in the harbor is gonna look like. Yeah, and you just they're all fucked. It just you sit there and watch this fake screen that's supposed to be a window, just a wall of dust coming at you. It's like this is fun. <laughs> it's like this could be happening as I'm doing this. I wouldn't even know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live near a volcano. They had one going Or off. near the coast. Yeah. yeah. Get inland. That's where a lot of the volcanoes are. Fuck. We've, we've talked about them before. And, they're, and like we were saying, you're talking about two giant uh, fault lines that are in the ocean, but there are fault lines in the middle of uh, the country, too, like in yeah. off the west coast and stuff. Not in our country. Yeah. Our and country's then, safe. Yeah. So, like, getting into more detail, like, just the devastation on the West Coast, there's a good handful of nuclear facilities. So, when you look at Fukushima, that's one facility. Uh, yeah. If you get the whole West Coast hit by these waves, and nuclear facilities are always on water because they need constant water, water yeah. to cool their systems. So, I don't know how many for sure, but you, it's definitely more than one. Yeah. More than one Fukushima. 
And then the amount of petroleum that's stored along the coast because these coastal cities or shipping cities. And just everything, everything that is shipped. Yeah, the entire, like, um, yeah, infrastructure of shipping is just going to be wiped out because all the docks are going to be gone. Yeah. And, like, we thought there was a little bit of a hold up because of COVID this last year at the shipping docks. That's another thing I I wanted to talk about earlier on. I think I talk about in other episodes is shortages in in the supply chain. Oh, this will kill that. Yeah, not, yeah. All, not only just because like things are slowed down because of COVID. Now in America, because it's uh, you're mandated to do your job as a trucker, you have to get the vaccine. And there's a whopping 45% of truckers who refuse and would rather be fired, quit, than take the vaccine. Honestly, I think that number would be higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's surprising um, but that's huge that's almost half of the they would lose half the force and yeah. like that's un, that's enough there to completely devastate the, the the supply chain well that's why they need robot cars and robot trucks they yeah. start shipping bananas it's not coming quick enough it's not coming quick enough yeah I like they're they're gonna have to change something for these truckers or enjoy like your bananas now yeah you know how hard it's gonna be to get a banana yeah Anything, fruit, oranges. Yeah. We're just going to be eating what we grow in Ontario here. Just be- beans and potatoes and tomatoes and fucking habanero peppers. Habanero. I got so many habaneros and I tried one today. Did you see the video I sent I, you? I watched part of the video, yes. I watched the whole video. It keeps going. It just <laughs> kept getting worse. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how many drives? Like, you're really going into the water now. I took like a little bite. I was like, oh, it's like a milder pepper. And then I took like a little bigger bite. And then I took like a big piece. Yeah. Sometimes it's a time it doesn't hit you right away. Like it kicked in. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a slow builder. Yeah, it's like an edible. <laughs> good, good luck with those. Oh, I know what they're like, Tyler. I don't just chomp down on them. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know because the red ones I knew. I tried the red ones and I gave you the red ones before. And these ones grew just a different color. I'm going to take this book here from you. Okay. Um, yeah, I make... Yeah. So, yeah, make a... If you can get like a... I would use... I think the orange ones are mi- more mild than the red ones. They're just not as mature. So they'll be milder. Uh, the red ones are when they... But they've been hot. they've been orange on the plant for a long time. Like yeah, they're ready to come just, off. Sometimes they're just orange. Yeah, it's two different plants. The one in front of it's red, and the one behind it's orange. Um, but if you can make me a pineapple sauce and try to make it a little more mild, I'll do my best. That's my plan. Mild pineapple hot sauce. Right on. Did you did you make it? You wrote a note down. Oh, Is don't worry about that. That's just a title. I think I got okay. a title. You thought I got a title. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, we've reached Let's, the point. Yeah. I'll wrap up this topic. We got two big ones. One's pretty popular. It's like an East Coast West Coast rap battle, right? You know. <laughs> but not enough people know about the East Coast one, so we got to bring more attention to the East Coast big one. It's very important. Because uh, it sounds like it might be more, it might be due sooner than the West Coast one, or it could be hit at the same time. I think it's going to be one after another, like boom, boom. Yeah, you know what makes me makes me happy to be where we are. We're surrounded by Great Lakes, but we're also oh, we're still on top gonna, of the Canadian Shield. So. We're still going to get fucked. Yeah, just a little slower than the others. Yeah. We're not going to get hit directly. No, you need to be inland, Manitoba. <laughs> All right. 
The field guide to extraterrestrials. Who haven't we done yet? Have we done this guy? Uh, I have not seen that guy. It looks like a fucking uh, sand person from Star Wars. I know. It kind of looks like we're dealing with the Grim Reaper. Or uh, what's the guy from uh, He-Man with the Q on his chest and where's the cloak? What's that guy's Uh, name? The leader of the QAnon? No, the fucking guy from He-Man Masters of the Universe. I don't know. That's going to bug me. They're making a remake of that. Nah, they shouldn't. But yeah, this guy's huge. Oh, this is the Flatwoods monster. Okay, oh, the Flatwoods monster. Flatwoods monster. I knew. I I do remember the Flatwoods monster looking creepy. Like this looks like a ghoul. This does not look like an alien. This looks like something out of like a, a like some horror movie. He's about fifteen feet tall. He's huge. wearing a cloak. He's got giant fucking beady eyes. He's like huge. he's kind of like Slender Man in a cloak. Yeah, or like uh, yeah, he's got. Three like claw-like fingers. His his robe is very wavy, but it looks like he's hovering. He's got no feet at all. Yeah, actually, you don't know if he's thirteen feet tall. He could be four feet tall, and the rest is just cloak. Yeah, he could be made up of three smaller dudes. <laughs> we don't even know. It kind of looks like that. Three yeah. small dudes in a trench coat. Those eyes, man. Those are fucking. Those are some creep show eyes. Yeah. So this is a in the category of giant. That makes sense. Maybe somebody saw his ankles, but I'm not seeing his ankles. We'll see if there's any reports of ankles. (laughs) (laughs) Happened September 12th, 1952, Flatwoods, West Virginia. West Virginia is a hotbed. West Virginia? That's where the Mothman was. It's very hot for goblin sightings. This could be the Mothman in a fucking bathrobe. (laughs) Yeah. He's all wrapped up after a shower. So shortly after sunset, five youngsters observe what they thought was a meteor pass over them and land atop a nearby hill. That's because that's what meteors do. They land. Yeah, and of course you're going to ride your bike up to see what the hell that was. Yeah. So similar reports of a strange light in the sky came from other central Atlantic states that night as well. So on the way up the hill, the boys stopped by the home of Kathleen May, mother of Eddie and Fred, and persuaded her and Jean Lemon, a 17-year-old National Guardsman, to join them. Now they got a whole posse. Yeah. So This sounds like a great like uh, coming-of-age story yeah didn't like jj abrams come out with some him and steven spielberg came out with some one where the kids are going to look for some alien et no they 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 basically took the heart of et stranger stranger things (laughs) yeah similar to that that kind of what it sounds like sounds like everything's ripping off everything (laughs) so proceeding in the direction of the fallen object the group came upon a surprising sight about 75 feet away among the trees it was a pulsating object or a ball of fire about 20 feet in diameter, 6 feet high. So one boy thought he saw some animal's eyes in the trees. The dog with them began growling, and its hair stood on end. So you got your classic glowing UFO. And they already see its creep show eyes <laughs> peering from the, from the edge of the woods. So when Lemon shone his flashlight through the mountain fog, the group saw a huge figure standing beneath the lower branches of a tree. It was about 10 to 15 feet tall and had a... Bl- blood-red face with two greenish-orange eyes that glowed like wild animals. The head head had a pointed hood shape around it, and the body was draped in a garment similar to a monk's. As the monster began floating toward them, it made a hissing sound. (laughs) Ah. No ankles, though. It's floating. It's floating. It's hissing. It's got big, pulsing eyes, dressed like a monk. This thing is, yeah, he is... 
he is lost. <laughs> He's yeah. not supposed to be here. It doesn't sound too friendly either. Yeah. The group, extremely frightened, fled down the hill. Kathleen May was hysterical. Some of the youngsters retreated for shock, and some of them vomited for hours. Started <laughs> <laughs> puking? From the pungent, irritating odor that had permitted the hills. Why do they always stink? I don't know. They're from a weird place. All these extraterrestrials fucking stink. They just come from exotic places with exotic smells. We probably smell pretty bad to them. Yeah, you're right. We're just used to it. Yeah. So about an hour later, the local sheriff led a posse armed with shotguns and searched the hill, but nothing nothing otherworldly was found other than the sickening odor that still lingered over the area. The following day, the editor of the local paper found two parallel skid marks and a large circle of flag grass. Teenagers. <laughs> yeah, teenagers. They're out there drinking and puking. That's what happened. They took old Kathleen May up there, old Eddie's mom. <laughs> oh, fuck. They got all liquored up. They took her shirt off. Oh, no. Yeah. Next thing you know, she opened her legs and just let this foul smell out that just <laughs> filled the whole area. Oh, not Kathleen May. I don't know. I don't know where this tall guy comes in. It's three teenagers in a trench coat. That <laughs> fucked like old it. Kathleen May on the hill with her dirty, stinking cooch. <laughs> so many of these stories lately have just been like, this is just a drunken misadventure. Just like totally made up. Yeah. Somebody, somebody to puked in the cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many times I've puked in a cornfield? <laughs> How many times this year? I haven't claimed to see any UFOs. No. Sounds exciting, though. It's bigger than most of the aliens we've dealt with. Yeah, it's big. Is that the end of the story? That's it? That's it. The Flatwoods Monster. That's the Flatwoods Monster. Yeah, they flattened her woods, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, cleared some of those shrubs away. Yeah, cleared a path for... (laughs) <laughs> for three teenage boys in Rome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, three teenage boys fucked her. Good for them. Good for them. I hope it was consensual. Hope it sounds like it was. She went up there. Yeah. Like, these boys, I'm going to get them liquored up. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them it was a... I'm going to put them on each other's shoulders, make a man out of them. <laughs> Tell one them. at a time. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Tell them it was a UFO, motherfuckers. And then some other kids caught them and was like, all right, yeah, <laughs> what you saw was not what you called think. Called the cops. It was a monster. <laughs> it was a monster. Call the sheriff, get a shotgun out here. Fuck. Sexy sheriff. It's just that old Kathleen, she can't keep it in her robe. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen can't keep it in her robe. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. We're doomed. We're doomed. <laughs>